0: Hello, my name is Michaela Marshall, and this is Welcome to the Hellmouth.
1: Hi, I'm your host, David Lindley. This is the number one Xander Angel fanfiction podcast. You money, honey, Hellmouth. The- Hellmouth? Hellmouth. Hellmouth. That sweet, sweet slash fic. Yeah. I'm not saying we're going slash fic yet. I mean. Just, you know, fan fiction. We're shi- we ship them.
0: We do. What do we call them? Zangel, of course. I don't know yeah, why Zang- I asked. Or Zangie, right.
1: Yeah, I think we've done that before. We must right? have.
0: There's no way <laughs> we didn't make a portmanteau of their names. <laughs> we've given them a couple
1: names. There's no way. Ah, <sighs> oh, this episode, Michaela.
0: Reptile Boy. Season two, episode five, original air date, October 13th, 1997.
1: This is an episode with generously five minutes of plot. <laughs> Yeah. Do you agree? Well, I, I'm trying to be like, no, this happened. No, it didn't. Nothing I happened. I really think that this podcast needs a bit more strife or disagreement, but on this, we must be we must be coordinated.
0: I agree. There's no disagreement. In fact, I would definitely say that if this had never happened, it would be in no way detrimental to the arc of the season either. Oh, God, no. Oh, God, no. no. nothing important happens. Literally nothing.
1: So, 30-second elevator pitch for this episode, which was never expanded, is Buffy and Cor- 40 go to a frat party. They get kidnapped, tied up, and offered to some sort of elder god by a bunch of frat boys who are also cultists. Buffy breaks free, kills the monster. That's the episode done.
0: But Dave, we have to learn about the dangers... Of drinking and going to frat parties.
1: Uh, this
0: episode is an after-school special in the way that iRobot Eugene is about online dating, right?
1: And it's just as bad. Yeah. I would, I'm not sure which one's better, actually. <laughs> wow. And that's not a call that I thought I would have to make. <laughs> Ever. <sighs> oh. Like, this episode is just boring. It didn't enrage you, I assume. No, there's just nothing that happens. Yes. None None of the things that can happen, happen. We get a couple nice things, because we open with a shot of the Scoobies hanging out, and Willow's hair is getting braided by both Buffy and Xander, and I love that. It's so adorable. I was adorable. like, oh man, this is going to be a great episode.
0: <laughs> They're watching Bollywood, presumably, together. They are super cute and
1: yeah Uh what a great start and sunnydale runs on narrativium so (laughs) whenever someone says like oh it's super quiet around here nothing bad could ever happen i don't
0: know why anyone ever says that you think they would have learned
1: at least things couldn't get any better (laughs) it doesn't work like that right yeah so they say like oh everything's been so quiet oh no now we're seeing some girl running away from some monks or cultists or something
0: they're pretty hooded as far as figures yeah. go so she like crashes out of a second story window and then just hops yep. off the balcony hell yeah And she's fine
1: yeah sunnydale girls are made of tougher stuff so she's sprinting away she's almost getting away she's
0: in the graveyard beside the frat house
1: uh-huh yeah uh did you see any of the gravestone markers for this graveyard <laughs> this is like the main graveyard right sure again i maintain that there are like 17 graveyards but <laughs> oh It's one of the ones that Buffy patrols on a regular basis. The only two gravestone headers that heads that I could see were mom and dad. Did that really? Wow, that's so lazy. Yeah, that's it. I'm even Mother and Dad. If that's even lazy. Like years under them? It was great. (laughs) Who who would ever decorate a set like that? I Someone lazy? I don't know. Incredibly someone, lazy. Someone
0: who thought to themselves, no one's going to read these tombstones. They'll be too into the action that's happening.
1: Anyway, girl gets caught. Apparently her name's Kelly or something. Whatever. And the head monk who's like, oh, you're not getting away now, is the chattiest Chad I've ever seen.
0: Yep, I also wrote down that he looks like he could be named. No, he is definitely named Chad.
1: <laughs> okay, can we talk... Talk briefly about how much it must suck if your name is actually Chad. I was
0: thinking about that after I just kept calling him Chad.
1: <laughs> yeah, I didn't ever amend his name. He's always Chad yeah. to me. <laughs> Chad now and Chad forever.
0: <laughs> oh, I'd watch whatever that is, Chad forever.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like. I cannot imagine going through life as a Chad now. If there are any Chads listening to this, from the bottoms of our heart, we're sorry. We don't mean it, but... (laughs) You have a terrible name. Yeah. And it sucks that you have that name. Name of frat boys everywhere. It so is. Oh, poor Chad.
0: Uh, so, yeah, he's got the Chad hair. He's clearly... He's <laughs> such a Chad. He's just clearly such a Chad.
1: Yeah, they're like frat boy monks. Yeah. Okay, whatever. Yeah. That's our cold open done. That was quick and boring. You didn't <sighs> feel
0: the plight of that girl?
1: Not really. Who cares? I mean, we had She's nothing gonna
0: invested in her at all. <laughs> People I don't know constantly. who she was, where she
1: was, yeah. what town this was in.
0: <laughs> That's true. It doesn't yeah. have to be Sunnydale. No. Wait, why is there even a frat house? Oh, I guess we haven't established that there's like a university or college in Sunnydale, but there is. Yeah.
1: So then there'd be a frat house, right? Yeah.
0: So that was our cold open. We cut to Cordelia practicing Doing her the
1: worst fake laugh I've ever lap. heard. It's... Oh god, oh. I hate this episode. <laughs>
0: It's real bad. She read a uh, sweet magazine article telling her that men like it when you listen to them and laugh at all their
1: jokes. Uh, this is like Cordy's plot line for the episode. Yes.
0: Yes, it is. Oh,
1: what? Buffy's having some angel dreams, but she's all angsty because she's a teenager and she's like, I like him. Does he like me? Who knows? Uh, but, uh, but, uh.
0: She's wearing giraffe pants. <laughs> <laughs> Dave. <Damn. laughs> Dave, look at the pattern on her pants and tell me it's not a giraffe.
1: Going to look at it. Oh my god, it's a giraffe! <laughs>
0: I, I was staring at How it. How did I not notice her giraffe pants? <laughs> and I'm like, what? What animal does that look like? It's not like a cat. Nope, giraffe.
1: See, I was impressed because for the first time, I noticed that Buffy was wearing super noticeable bras under her shirt. This time it's like black. <laughs> it's a black sh- black bra under like a, a lace. translucent white shirt. <laughs> It's uh, like, hey, look at my bra, yeah, that's what this outfit says to me, but then I didn't even notice the giraffe pants. The bra was too distracting. The giraffe pants were just lost on you, and I didn't want to be that guy. <laughs> I thought I was really proud of myself for noticing this after you've been the one noticing it constantly, <laughs> and now I missed the giraffe pants because of it. Uh, I feel like I can't win.
0: there is no winning here, not with giraffe pants. <laughs> And I don't know if you noticed her shoes, but she's going to wear them for the whole episode.
1: So just hang on. Yeah, I didn't notice the giraffe pants, but I noticed her shoes. Come on. (laughs) Yeah. Cordy and Xander have some horrible bickering about how Cordy is dating college guys, and that's gross. Where they're both well north of college (laughs) age. Where their actors are concerned. It's so weird. How how did anyone write this for these people and think that it would play?
0: I don't know. Cordy needs the excuse to be like, oh, college guys are so much better than
1: high school boys. <sighs> and she's saying that to Nicholas Brendan, who has a five t- o'clock shadow uh, and looks, looks so old. So old in this episode. Oh my god. He looks a decade older than he is. <sighs> yeah. <sighs> And that's a decade older than he should be.
0: Everything's the worst. I mean, Willow has a pretty adorable fuzzy sweater on.
1: Uh Uh-huh. That's the only good thing that's going on. There are a couple... Bits of drama around the lack of plot in this episode, <laughs> half of it is Giles being disappointed oh, with Buffy. right. This. Because Buffy's not performing up to the Slayer standards that she needs to. Even if nothing's going wrong, she's got to be practicing all the time and can't have a life because Giles hates it when Buffy has a life. But Dave, she's a teenage girl. <gasps> is she, Michaela? Doesn't
0: she deserve to have fun sometimes? Giles can't possibly understand her, Dave.
1: Holy God. <laughs> yeah, so that, that's half of the Which drama in this episode. Which plot do you episode.
0: hate more? <laughs> That's the real question. So there are
1: three. There's this one, there's the frat boy one, and then there's the angel and Buffy have relationship trubs. (sighs) They all bother me differently, I think. I think I hate the frat boy one the least, but there's nothing going on with that one. Like, nothing happens. They literally capture some girls. It's a
0: cautionary tale, is what it is.
1: Yeah, but they, they capture some girls and then they're going to sacrifice them to the elder god, but then the elder god dies. Right. And that's it. That's all that happens. And I'm okay with that if that were 30 seconds like it would be in any other reasonable episode of Buffy and that's the that's the other thing about this this entire plot line could easily have been a cold open in a better episode of Buffy I'm sure we've seen that where like we get into the episode and Buffy's tied up somewhere or in some sort of trouble And kills a demon to start the episode off. Mm -hmm. This time it's the entire 45 minutes. And boy, does it drag. It drags hard. Okay, so yeah. Giles is disappointed in Buffy. Buffy's like, oh, I'm a teenage girl. I'm sarcastic and I need a life. Blah, 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 blah. Then we get back to the frat boy thing and Uh. it's just Cordy being gross with some college guys. So we have got two college guys that are important, right? We've got Chad, who we already saw. Yep. And Todd. (laughs) I'm calling him Todd. Sure, that's close enough. (laughs) I think his name might be Tom.
0: It it is. So yeah, okay, you're
1: yeah. super close. So I've got Chad and Todd in all of my notes. I've also got Stan, who I think is Chad. There are definitely other college boys though, so No, Stan was one of the two. So oh. I think it was Chad who was Stan. That's very confusing. <laughs> My notes are not good.
0: Corkor is talking to Chad and doing her fake laugh. It's all horrible. While Todd uh-huh. is just staring at Buffy. Ogling her, yeah. It's very, very gross. Uh-huh. Uh And then they want Cordelia to introduce them. And I mean, she's like, do I have
1: to? Oh, both of you have to come to this sick frat party that we're having. It's going to be totally rad to the max.
0: Every time that Tom opened his mouth and did that like, oh, self-deprecating. Oh my I'm God. such a jerk thing. I wanted her to punch him in the face.
1: Oh, I just wanted to vomit. Maybe, yeah, maybe this is the strife that drives the podcast apart. <laughs> Our different reactions to Tom. God. Uh, uh,
0: and even Xander knows that this guy is like the things that he's saying should not be working.
1: Yeah, Willow's kind of okay with it. I don't know. Maybe she just wants Buffy to get a date so she can live that by proxy.
0: And you know, she's on board in like the sort of half-ish way of, oh, these are good-looking frat guys. Who wouldn't want to marry someone that's that good looking and rich? But they're uh, they're so much older than Buffy and Cordelia. Okay, no, uh,
1: not in the context of this not show. Cordelia. Yeah, not charisma <laughs> Carpenter, but you know,
0: <laughs> no. But then <laughs> high school girls.
1: Yeah, yeah, because they're both like seniors in college, right? right. Which is yeah. fourth year for us.
0: Yeah, so. So it's
1: like twenty-two.
0: They're What are they doing hanging around at a
1: college or at a high school? Well, this is always the thing with older guys. What's wrong with them that they can't be dating someone who's age appropriate and they have to prey on the young girls who don't know any better?
0: Yeah. And so I could see high school girls being impressionable and just thinking, oh, this older guy is interested in me. Great. I don't care why.
1: Then we have a terrible scene that we will never talk about where Giles misses Buffy while they're doing weapons training and jumps over a desk. (laughs) And that's the scene. (laughs) He's like, you gotta focus up. Oh no, I'm gonna jump over a desk now. Ah, scene done. What the fuck episode? Holy God. They really need
0: to find someone who's much better at fighting to train yeah. Buffy at fighting.
1: Oh, like, I understand so that
0: Giles, part of his duties as the Watcher is to train her. That's fine. But she is so far past him that he's not actually <laughs> teaching her anything anymore.
1: Yeah, nothing. He doesn't teach her anything. But, 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 we can get rid of this scene because <laughs> it's garbage and awful. And get into our first segment of the evening. <laughs> oh, good. Which is Smells Like Teen Spirit. What the-
0: Oh, that's good. I like because
1: that. Because we see Buffy stalking around in a graveyard like she does. Oh, it's so dark. It's uh, just poorly lit. It's so Whenever we mean dark right now, we mean so poorly dark. lit. It's hard and to And not see. like, oh, this is really emotionally affecting. Just, we can't see anything.
0: <laughs> graveyard night. Literal yeah. darkness.
1: Yeah. So Angel shows up and he's like, hey, Buffy, I noticed that you picked up a necklace or something. And we're like, really? I didn't see that. But he's like, oh, there's blood on it. I could smell it. (laughs) (laughs) And you're like, how good is Angel's nose? Because it can't tell the difference between Buffy <sighs> and Cordy. But it can... It can okay, so it he's can a... It Buffy. He's a
0: vampire. It does make sense that he would have a heightened sense of the blood smell.
1: But yeah, this whole nose thing has been incredibly inconsistent. And it's been consistently inconsistent, <laughs> if I can say, because he's always going on about what he can smell. Like, there's no visible blood on this thing. Yeah. But he can still smell the blood on it. And you're like, oh, okay, Angel... It's always coming up. He's like, oh, I was tracking Buffy by scent. Or, oh, I smelled the gas and I came running. And you're like, what what the fuck, man? Why is your nose such a big part of this show?
0: I don't know if it's like a whole vampire's are good at tracking humans by smell thing like are do vampires traditionally have a good sense of smell maybe i mean
1: bats are blind so they have to all the other senses are and it would be bright. weird
0: if angel was echolocating
1: <laughs> yeah, that would be amazing ah <laughs> oh, that'd be so good would be way better just going around beeping <laughs> And you can see his ears just twitching back and forth. Oh, that'd be so good. Buffy would want to date him less if he did that.
0: Everyone wins, basically, at that yeah,
1: point. that'd be great. So Buffy <sighs> tries to ask Angel out on a date, and this brings us into our third plot line, which is Buffy and Angel have relationship trubs. Great. Angel brings up the age disparity again. Again! I keep thinking that if they're going to have this be a relationship, they're going to have to ignore that. Because if I could ignore that, I could be emotionally invested in this relationship. But they keep bringing it up. Like, the show keeps doing this to itself.
0: Yeah, they make it so you don't want these two people to be together because they just keep shoving in your face how inappropriate it is that they're even considering so it. So
1: inappropriate! Uh, 241 anyway they start talking about kissing buffy awkwardly asks angel out and then as he like sort of rejects her but not really she just up and runs away (laughs) and i loved seeing that uh, oh man she just gets so scared and flustered and just books it
0: it's a Uh, good way to to, you know duck out of a conversation i'm not yeah yeah. (laughs) running from it sure yeah it's obvious but mm, that's fine what does she have to hide? But this whole conversation that they that they had with each other, it just didn't. It kind of feel to you like it was too intense for what they've been through together.
1: Yeah, it. They've been through basically well, nothing. Buffy died. Okay, sure. And they fought the master, but
0: that doesn't have anything to do with Angel, really. No. And so they're having this really intense conversation, and I just I was having so much trouble getting on board because I couldn't. It was like they were referencing something we hadn't seen. <laughs> And then when she's like, oh, when you kiss me, I want to die. What does that mean? You kissed him
1: once. Twice. Twice. Does
0: that mean she wants to be a vampire also? (laughs) Like, what's the
1: dying about? I found all of the dialogue in this really hard to follow. It's vague and (sighs) overly dramatic. Uh, It's just so weird. You asked what Buffy has to hide. (gasps) And coming into the next scene, I will point out again the bra that is very visible under her shirt. No one else in this show has this problem. No, it's always this is her. a show that is populated by a bunch of girls. Yeah, and Buffy is the only one who's wearing see-through tops. Well, I couldn't see Willow wearing a see-through
0: top. It's just not no. a very Willow outfit. Willow style. It
1: would be inappropriate for a teacher, right? As it would be for a student.
0: Cordy, I could see doing it, but Cordy,
1: I could totally see that. But happening. she doesn't. No, never. They're all properly opaque, as shirts generally are.
0: It's not always even that she's wearing shirts that are specifically sheer or see-through. But wearing a white bra under a white shirt (laughs) is not some sort of bra camouflage. No, it's really not. People's Uh, bodies are generally not like blindingly white.
1: Because nothing else in this episode is worth talking about. Can we talk about how bad Cordy's bangs are? exclusively the rest of this episode <laughs> that's all we're going to talk about yeah we only got half an hour left it's fine <laughs> there's more than half an hour worth of bad bangs <laughs> there man she's making fun of buffy's hair she is and buffy's hair is not very good in this episode no. it's a season one episode in that regard certainly but man cordy's hair is terrible what happened to it
0: Did she not have bangs before? Is this her first bang episode? Maybe. I can't imagine what she looked like before.
1: They're way thin. They shouldn't be that thin.
0: I think it makes her look younger, though. Yeah. Because I'm picturing her without bangs and-
1: She She just looks so weird.
0: Yeah. I did like when she... So she convinces Buffy to go to the stupid frat party with her, whatever. Mm -hmm. And then I really did enjoy when she was like, Oh, Buffy, it's like we're sisters
1: with really different hair. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, There are a couple good lines.
0: She's back to being doesn't like them, Cordelia. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Like completely hates them all. What is this flip-flop? It's just a season one episode that's fallen out of time, Michaela. (laughs) This should have been Season 1, Episode 9, just after Robo-Demon. But instead, we're getting it five episodes into Season 2? Ah, they've got so much better things that they could be doing. Season
0: 2 is just so inconsistent. Yeah. But that's okay. Oh, and then, yes, the frat boys are in a cult, blah, 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 mm-hmm. worship Makita? What is this demon's name? Oh, I thought it was Lakita. Nakita? Like...
1: La. With an L. <laughs> I was hearing an N or an M. Makita. Makita. Yeah. It's very unintelligible. <laughs> And yeah, it's just like, oh, cult frat guys, they crack open some brewskies after doing their prayer and carving some dude's chest up with a sword.
0: And then the girl that we saw earlier is all locked up in the basement with their weird cult activities. And Chad's just like
1: taunting her as she begs for her life. But
0: he's so bad at it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, he's really bad at it.
0: (laughs) He's like, I don't know what he says to her, but it's not scary at all.
1: Let you go. Okay, let me think. Um, No!
0: He's so lame. I don't know. I was I was like, go back to drinking, Chad. Do what you're best
1: at. <laughs> Xander tries to get Buffy away from Angel so that Xander can have Angel all to, all to himself. Of course. He seems
0: pretty confused about why she's going to this frat party. Because she says she's going with Cordelia and he's totally on board for this.
1: Yeah, because he thinks that she's like dating Cordelia or something.
0: Is that what he thinks?
1: No, he just <laughs> thinks that she'll be hanging out with a girl and that's okay from his perspective. But
0: frat party he doesn't
1: that's worse he doesn't yeah. make
0: this connection well he eventually does and then yeah yes. like,
1: wait there's boys at a frat party <laughs> yeah yeah xander frat boys oh man buffy brings up how angel treats her like a child and i would point out this is because she is one yep it makes a lot of sense buffy <laughs> yep yes he should treat you like a child but no he wasn't he was actually almost agreeing to go on a date with you Her problem with everyone in this
0: episode is essentially that they're treating her like a child. (sighs) And um, we see how that's going to go
1: for her. No character growth, I can tell you that much. Zero. Zero. So we see Giles in the library swinging a sword by himself because he had like an an unsuccessful time training Buffy, and he's like, ah, what if a vampire comes up behind you? And he's swinging the sword around. It's adorable, and (laughs) they've done some weird things with the foley work in these episodes. (laughs) Never so much as when you see a sword swing through the air and you hear it clang as though it's been drawn from a sheath. (laughs)
0: Will you be ready if a vampire's
1: behind you? <laughs> <laughs> shwing,
0: shwing, shwing. You're like, ah, nope. It's ringing against the
1: air molecules, Dave. <gasps> uh, it's a very sharp sword or something. It's, anyway, yeah. Yeah. Giles is surprised by the Scoobies walking into the library, which he didn't close while he was swinging a sword around. Anyone could have walked in. He's so lucky it was them. That's the point that the show's making, though, is that literally no one else goes into the library other than the Scoobies and Giles. That
0: does seem to be the case. He probably doesn't even bother
1: closing it for filing anymore. No. Why would he? Yeah. No one's trying to get in there.
0: We get a really good look at these shoes Buffy is wearing in this <laughs> in this scene. They're like they're like really chunky sandals. I don't know. They're so chunky. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'll take your word for it.
0: I don't know. Xander's trying to trick Giles into making Buffy patrol so that she can't go to the frat party. So then Buffy lies to Giles. I have to say that Will's betrayed face in this scene <laughs> was
1: amazing. Yeah, because Buffy shouldn't be lying to Giles, Michaela. But did you notice that when Buffy says that her mom is sick and this is why she can't go out on patrol, Giles is all of a sudden super concerned. And this brings us into our second segment, <laughs> headcan. The last argument of nerds. You can't give up hope just because it's hopeless. You gotta hope even more and cover your ears and go blah, 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 blah. What? Because <laughs> <laughs> cannons are the last argument of kings, and like head cannon is when you've made up things
0: uh... in your head. <laughs>
1: And you treat those as fact, like we do with Angel and Xander,
0: right? And then Giles and Joyce,
1: yeah, Joycels, yes. Joycels, as we call uh, them. <laughs> uh, I forgot about that. I hate it.
0: <laughs> Was that what I said yes. last time? I don't I even think remember.
1: So. You're a bad person. Yeah. So Joycels is my favorite couple. <laughs> right. Zangel Right. Is another pretty solid couple. I like that we have these in our head and that we can carry them around with us. I think it makes watching episodes like this a lot more fun when you have something to latch onto. For sure. But it still makes it hard.
0: I mean, I suppose it's easy to create meaning if you already know (laughs) what it is you're trying to pretend like you think is happening.
1: Yeah. Huh. Yeah. It's really easy to read into otherwise innocuous things.
0: And be like, oh, look, that proves it. He's so worried about Joyce because of his burning passion for her. What do you have against J. Cal? <laughs> Not that I don't like Joyce. I love Joyce. But Giles and J. Cal are adorable together.
1: I think it might be better if Giles was going out with someone more in his age bracket. Oh, damn. Because J. Cal isn't. Listen. She's 15 years <laughs> her, his younger. That's no good. <laughs>
0: Her character is probably only like (laughs) 10 years his younger.
1: Oh, that's better. Uh. He and Joyce are so appropriately aged. They both have so many things in common. Whereas Giles and J. Cal have a couple things in common. But like she goes to Burning Man. She watches football, American football. He can
0: talk to her about the fact that Buffy is the Slayer, which seems like kind of a big thing for him to be hiding from Joyce.
1: Yeah, but Joyce and Giles can talk about how much they both care about Buffy. And he doesn't have to mention the Slayer thing. It's kind of a weird basis for a relationship. <gasps> uh, it's one of the things.
0: Right. So what else do they have in common? We haven't
1: seen them enough together <laughs> to know, really.
0: This is like that time I said that Giles and Angel had a lot in common. <laughs> <laughs>
1: It might have passing similarities to that time. But the difference here is that I'm right. Right, of course. So Xander's going to sneak into the frat party to keep an eye on Buffy, which is the source of the high jinx for this episode.
0: Oh, they'll be
1: jinxy and they'll certainly be high. Oh God. Okay. So we get to the frat party and man, this is going to go on for a long time with nothing happening.
0: There's a weird little thing of Cordelia still being really bad at driving. I don't know why this is this running gag. When they get to the
1: party, Chad says to Cordy, I think, have you seen our multimedia room? (laughs) 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 Nothing can make me happier than people in the 90s talking about their advanced technology. It's so good.
0: This is the robot episode. It is the same episode, Dave. Yeah, it's
1: the same episode. Oh my god. It's exactly the same. Except in this episode, Buffy's in danger instead of Willow. That's true. where in the robot episode, someone had to show up to save a person. In this episode, no one has to show up because the person saves themselves.
0: They I mean, they show up anyways, and they kind of watch her. They show up and it doesn't her. do anything. <laughs> they watch her save herself. Yeah, Giles is a watcher. Right. Nice. Ah. I like
1: it. Xander sneaks into the party. What the fuck is he wearing? Hey, Dave. He looks 40.
0: He sticks out like a sore thumb because he looks older than everybody in there, right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> because he's 26. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where he's supposed to look six years younger than everyone, I think he legitimately looks somewhere in the 35 to 40 range. He's got a red polo shirt. He's got khakis and too much hair gel.
0: Lots of hair gel. Lots of hair gel. Uh, All of the frat boys were wearing dress shirts, I think.
1: They're super rich frat boys. I guess that's true. They come from really well-off families. And their frat house is not like a terrible place that is decrepit. That's true. It is a a very nice house.
0: It's a legit frat. All right. Mm -hmm. So Xander, he's there. He's schmoozing around with I don't even know who. I just hate everything that's happening. Yeah. Ooh, we should
1: talk about what uh, Cordelia and Buffy decided to wear. Cordelia says to Buffy (laughs) that she's not allowed to wear a few things before the party. One of them is black. Another is silver. Then it's spandex. And these are all like Cordelia's trademarks. So Buffy's wearing a little black dress.
0: Right. And you're like, there's a list of four things Cordelia said you (laughs) couldn't wear. And I mean, is this her being defiant? She's like, I will wear one of those four things. I don't know. (sighs)
1: Cordelia's looking fly as hell. She's got like a kimono inspired thing going on. She rocks that.
0: Similar to that dress she was wearing a few episodes ago.
1: In Schoolheart, I think.
0: Yeah, but it's uh, sort of like a light light blue. It looks really great.
1: It looks amazing. God, she looks 27.
0: (laughs) She sure does. Buffy looks good as well in her cute little black dress but yeah i just when they show up and you're like okay she said you couldn't wear black
1: (laughs) what (laughs) what are you doing (laughs) there was a very short list of things that you couldn't do and you kind of agreed to it not that i'm saying her list was reasonable but if she had done like two or three Mm -hmm. maybe that would have played more as like oh obviously she's doing these things that cordy told her not to do just one of them though you're like did no one read this script before filming it
0: They just didn't give the script to the costume designer? I don't
1: think they really shared the script. (laughs)
0: Why would they? Because if
1: anyone had looked at the script, they would have been like, this is awful. We're never filming it.
0: They finished the script the night before, Dave. Yeah.
1: This is a
0: last minute effort. Cordy runs off with Chad and Buffy's- To see the
1: multimedia room. Of course,
0: left all alone. She, at this point, she's been given a drink. Mm -hmm. She considers drinking it, but doesn't. And then a frat guy charges her.
1: Such a big deal is made of- buffy taking a single drink oh yeah what is with this culture because i was like oh no buffy drank some alcohol but no she just faked it out she put it to her lips but didn't drink anything in this scene
0: because this one had to have also been drugged right yeah oh yeah
1: he just keeps handing
0: them drinks and you're just like okay those drinks just keep being drugged (laughs) yeah and then he tries to peer pressure her into drinking it oh when i was your age i didn't like growing up things either
1: (laughs) Fucking Chad. Fucking Chad. There is a drunk man who sees (laughs) Buffy from across the room and charges at her as though to tackle her. He literally charges her. Tom pulls her out of the way at the last second. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Todd, sorry. But if, if he hadn't done that and she wasn't the
1: Slayer, what would have happened? I think it's worth considering both ways. If she wasn't the Slayer, he would have tackled her through the window that she was standing in front of
0: sure and then that's just an awkward
1: time for everyone awkward might be an understatement (laughs) yes sure sure if she was the slayer then he runs into a brick wall and that's a lot of fun (laughs) that's i mean that's the much better scenario i was really hoping that would happen Mm. i was pumped for it to happen and then todd just pulls her out of the way and god the audio quality drops off a cliff yeah did you notice that too like, there's like a weird,
0: it's like a weird ADR thing happening. <laughs>
1: I don't know, I don't know. They didn't have mics on them properly or like they couldn't get a boom in the space. So the audio quality just drops off a fucking cliff.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, Todd's doing his whole self-deprecating thing again. Oh, isn't he so charming,
1: Dave? He's such a nice guy. so much nicer than Angel and he's showing clear interest in Buffy. Oh my but God. oh no, he's an older man. Like, Angel isn't? I don't know what the message is. I don't. <sighs> Xander gets caught out for being a party crasher and thus begin the hijinks. Michaela. <sighs> he is going to be the new pledge. They're all they're dragging him off, chanting new pledge. Man, we are literally two thirds of the way through the episode. Nothing has happened.
0: So there's a girl. Nothing. Change in the basement. Uh-huh. Presumably we want to save her because she's still
1: alive. That'd be great.
0: Buffy has not had a drink yet, but nope. she's considered it. Yep. And-
1: Giles and Angel have both had their chance at having drama with Buffy. Right. That's it. Yeah. It's been half an hour. (laughs) 30 of your Earth minutes have passed. Oh
0: boy. I told you this was going to be rough.
1: Okay. There's rough and then there's this, Michaela. This is terrible. I tried to prepare you. I didn't- I was insufficiently prepared. I didn't
0: prepare you. I'm sorry for that. So Richard, of course, gives her another drink. Sorry, Chad. There we go. Chad gives
1: her another drink. Yeah, his name is Richard isn't it <laughs> They say they say it so infrequently in this episode I just forgot I it's always Chad there's how many Chads are in these notes of mine So many Todd and Chad.
0: If you take the R's and I's out of Richard you've made Chad oh,
1: so, so maybe that's bullshit He is a Chad all along. So Buffy finally gets a drink.
0: And she's, she she takes the drink and she's like, I'm done being responsible. And that was really her downfall right there, Oh Dave. my
1: god. Yeah, because this is an after-school special. Hi, so hi, she hi. finally drinks it. Xander <sighs> is the new pledge, blah, blah, whatever. He's dressed up like a girl, so he's, he's like, what, stripped? And fake boobs are put on him?
0: And a wig and some lipstick.
1: Yeah. As
0: far as getting hazed goes, I really think that this is not that bad.
1: Also, it's surprisingly easy to get away from this sort of thing.
0: Again, Xander is in great shape.
1: Yeah, Xander's what does he hella care? God.
0: hi <laughs> <sighs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh. uh so that's the gotta... hijink
1: for this episode. Like that. That's uh, it. There's, that's... there's one scene that you're supposed to find uproariously funny. And then yeah. we're
0: done. Now done. Buffy
1: is super trashed. And I'm like, she's very small, I guess. She goes upstairs, finds a bedroom and falls into bed being like, oh, beds are nice. And then Chad the Creeper comes and finds her and starts to feel her up because this is an after school special.
0: So I knew that they were just doing this to after school special me, but I was uh-huh. still super horrified by this whole oh, scene. Yeah. It was yeah. really very upsetting. I didn't it's like it at
1: all. how hella gross. As we're seeing this, we're also seeing Willow and G-Man figure out Cracking the case. Apparently, there have only been like three missing girls in the past two years. <laughs> so they have <sighs> missing girls to go off of, and they find three of them. They're like, oh, one from this year, two from last year, at exactly the same date. <gasps> dun dun dun. You're like, no, this is Sunnydale. People go missing every day. All the time. Every fucking day. I you, guess their bodies no were chance. never
0: found. Maybe that's the, the <laughs> mystery here. Because vampires aren't really big on hiding the victims,
1: I guess. Oh man, I really want that to be it. Like, they have to sort <laughs> through all the murder cases and then just find the ones where there is no body found, and that leaves only three results, but initially <laughs> the list is like 500 long. Uh,
0: and you're just like, how do they keep having people to kill in this town? Why does anyone <gasps> live here? Why would anyone live there? This whole Buffy being drugged thing really brings me back to wondering how this worked. I just have this idea in my head that Buffy has really, really high constitution. (laughs) I don't know why.
1: Because she's the Slayer and she can take up pounding?
0: I guess. And so then to me, the amount of drugs that a normal girl would need to be drugged and the amount of drugs you'd need to give the Slayer. Yeah,
1: she needs like elephant tranquilizers, right? Right?
0: That's, mm. anyways. Apparently, that's untrue because yeah,
1: the same amount was given to her as was given to Cordy because dun dun dun. Cordy's also passed out.
0: Oh no! And <sighs> oh, this is our this is when they reveal that Tom Todd whatever Todd, yeah. is is a creepo, except in a different way than Chad.
1: Right. He's, like, the leader of the creeps or something. He's, he's like, super into his, like, Lakita cult or whatever. Yeah, he's getting cut on, so he's got a bunch of scars that form, like, <sighs> diamond patterns on his chest and stuff. What a cool guy. Yeah. And you're like, oh, look, it's Todd. Thank goodness. Great. We all missed you. So Buffy and Cordy are chained up in the basement with some other girl, Kelly, from <sighs> the beginning. Cordy's whatever. being shitty. As she would. <sighs>
0: I mean, at least at this point she's scared, so her fear is just making her kind of be worse, I assume. Willow keeps trying to talk Giles out of calling Buffy because she knows that Buffy's not at home and doesn't want
1: Giles to know about it. Oh, after school special, always tell yeah. people where you're going so that they can call you and find out if you've been drugged and tied up in a basement to be sacrificed to an elder god. Classic stuff, Dave. So they,
0: for some reason, have Angel's phone number and call yeah, him. Hell yeah, they
1: do. Hell yeah. And Giles and Angel are getting back together. And there are sparks a-flying.
0: I don't even know what this fanfic is anymore.
1: <laughs> Angel with everyone and yeah. Giles with everyone, basically. <laughs> that, I don't yeah. care about Xander, Willow, Cordy, or Buffy, except in terms of there being fanfiction with the other people. Except not, no Buffy and Giles. That's super gross.
0: Well, Willow and Giles, Cordy and Giles, all gross. Xander and Giles, also gross. No, what?
1: They could have a loving relationship.
0: That's weird that you're okay (laughs) with the
1: Xander Giles. thing Because Xander's like forty. Right. Cordy's (sighs) old too, though. (laughs) Not as old as Xander. I know she's older, like the actresses. But she doesn't look it.
0: (laughs) They might be the same. Oh, they're close to the same. They're
1: close to the same. Oh, God, we should probably talk about what's actually happening. Willow asks Angel how he shaves. And this is an excellent <laughs> question that is never answered. He just goes right on. And if you don't give me a mirror to shave in, I can only imagine the results, but it would not be pretty. He has a perfect shave. I this think... is the vampire barber.
0: Yeah, that's it, right? It's yeah. the demon barber. It has to yeah. be. He's going for, like, a straight razor shave, however often you need to do that to be super clean-shaven constantly.
1: About once every day or two.
0: Yeah. I mean, what else does he have going on,
1: really? <laughs> he has to deliver all those cryptic messages. Uh, Unless he's like... just delivering cryptic messages uh, to Buffy?
0: Who else would he be delivering them to? <laughs> I don't know. He's a cryptic dude. He does might he have, have a lot sort of... of cryptic contacts. <laughs> Cryptic message service. Oh, God. Technology is going to leave Angel behind. So Xander's been kicked out
1: of the party. But Cordy's car is still there. Oh, no. He's like, oh, something's up with them. Got to go save them. No, you don't.
0: They've even given him his clothes back. Like, they're so bad at
1: hazing. They're so terrible at hazing. Oh, my God. So I don't have a segment for this, unfortunately. But we cut back to the girls tied up in the basement and the guys summoning the god that's going to devour them. Kortika is being so fucking dumb in this episode, (laughs) she requires literally everything to be explained to her. Oh, yeah. Every last thing that's happening, she's like, what are they doing now? What does that mean? What do you mean they're gonna eat us? What do you mean we're sacrifices? What do you mean we're not getting out of here? What do you think they're gonna do to us? What are they, some kind of cult or something? Offerings? What's down there? There's something down there, and he's gonna throw us down there with it. Feed him! Holy shit, Cordy! Stop with the fuck! Everything is very clear.
0: And then she starts yelling, "Who's first? Who's first? Oh my god! Like that's how you go first, right? Yeah,
1: obviously. Yeah, you don't yell who's first. Never yell that. You don't want <laughs> to know, first, know who's first. <laughs> if you're asking, it's you. So I think this is a way to get more dialogue in this episode <sighs> when they really. The dramatically correct thing to do is to have less dialogue in this episode and rely on acting, which they can do. These yeah, people are great fine actors. actors. Yeah, it's all good. I don't but know. But they're just making Cordy scream out a bunch of unnecessary dialogue. And this has happened before. Whenever she's gotten into a tense situation, I guess the first time she got into a tense situation. Because like after that, she's more acclimatized to it until now for some reason. But yeah, she definitely does this.
0: Yeah, her response to stress is just to lose her mind and panic and not know what's going on, I guess. But yeah, no one wants to hear that.
1: So we now hit the reptile thing. <laughs> and we get a really bad, really bad title drop for the episode. When <laughs> we do. Buffy's like, Hey reptile boy! And you're like, that? This is that? So this this episode is forty-two minutes long. <laughs> Uh, How long do we go without seeing Reptile Boy? I have to imagine like 37. 35. You were very close. So we have seven whole minutes from the time when he's introduced to the time when the episode is completely over, credits and everything.
0: So, about five minutes into this, I realized that I had told you this episode was called Reptile Boy. Yeah. And that you were going to have no idea, for the vast majority of it, why it was called Reptile Boy.
1: None. I was so picturing that there would be <laughs> some guy that, like, Willow or Buffy was into, but he would have a horrifying thing, and, like, every midnight, he would turn into this Reptile Boy, and only the <laughs> dawn would be able to bring him out of it, and it's a Shrek thing. and No. <laughs> No, it's just the last six minutes of the episode is like this demon that is a snake that is also clearly a guy in a suit. Oh, it's so bad. Whenever you do any wide shots of it, it's really clear where the guy ends and (laughs) the rest of the snake body just sort of limply piles behind him.
0: They try to avoid
1: wide shots as much as possible. For very good reason. For very good reason. <sighs> the makeup itself looks okay, but...
0: Like, yeah, his face, his sort of snaky face. He's yeah. got kind of like a Voldy thing going on. Mm-hmm. Very voldy yeah. And even his kind of, he's got some sort of weird like snake wings happening. Well, they're, they're webbing
1: like yeah. the hood of a cobra, I it's, think it's, it's supposed good. to be. It's good. It's fine. Yeah, yeah Just, it's good. It's the rest of it that's not so good. No, this Shrek idea, though. Yeah. I think I'm onto something and it would have been a much better episode than this one is. I am totally on board for this Shrek reptile boy. That would have been super like season one kind of feel, but it would have been a better season one episode than this episode is. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah, that'd be really good. Do they ever do that? Shrek tile tile boy. Mm. I guess Oz is the closest they get. (laughs) Yeah. Surely they have an episode where Oz is just like trying to hide his true nature. It
0: would be crazy if they didn't, Dave.
1: Yeah. So that's basically what I'm talking about.
0: That's Mm. definitely not going to be a metaphor for anything. Anyways. Oh, God. (laughs) so okay buffy's yelling at the snake man because Mm -hmm. she doesn't want him to go and eat cordelia which is nice of her
1: screaming so loud she's the worst
0: and then tom is like oh sorry and then todd is like oh you 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 are not to speak to him file woman and he hits her and again (laughs) this should do nothing
1: right yeah brick wall (laughs) Yeah, she should be like, oh, I kicked you in the chest now and you're dead because I put my foot through your weak human chest.
0: Or like, I collapsed your rib cage. whatever.
1: Yeah, yeah. good luck with that punctured lung, <gasps> motherfucker. That was teach you to get close to me with my feet not tied up. Yeah, so they're like being suspended from the ceiling by chains that are driven into the very rock. Yeah, but Buffy's just like yelling at the snake thing and trying to shake these loose. That's her escape plan. And I'm like, okay, that's a bad escape plan. But whatever, you got to do what you got to do. And you're Slayer strong. They probably didn't count on that.
0: I don't think they did. No. And so it's it's reasonable enough that with some, some jiggling, she'd be able to get the chains out of the ceiling. Mm-hmm.
1: Xander, Angel, Willow, and Giles all show up to storm the frat house. Xander has unnecessarily found a discarded pair of robes in the trash because they get rid of them so frequently. Anyway, and is wearing them.
0: <gasps> he has a plan. It's oh, his let's plan. Go
1: save, let's go save Buffy.
0: So, what are the rules of vampires entering places? (laughs) (laughs) They can't do it unless they're invited. So, this generally only applies to houses where people live, I believe. Like, they can go in, in like, a mall or, like, a store or or whatever. (laughs) That
1: would be so awkward. They can't go in
0: any building. But this is arguably a house Mm
1: -hmm. where these frat boys live. I really want to see Angel bounce off the force field.
0: Shouldn't he have?
1: Yeah. That'd I think be he amazing. should have. Oh, that'd be great. That doesn't happen. No. They all just get into the frat house really easily and start beating people up. <laughs> Literal people. Before in this episode, we have seen Giles practicing with weapons. Right. A, a number of weapons. And there was a lot of foley on those weapons to make it super <laughs> obvious that he had weapons. Sure, yeah. Michaela, did he bring any weapons to come save Buffy from what's happening to her? no but again these are human people human people who are endangering the slayer who is the only thing that stands (laughs) between the earth and salvation
0: but they can be taken out with punches (laughs) do we need swords
1: it would help or a gun they're afraid (laughs) of guns They're probably afraid of swords as well. You know. Imagine
0: Giles with a gun. Just imagine (laughs) it.
1: It would be great. It doesn't make any sense at all. Okay, a sword then. They're scared of swords, you know? And he's just like, hey, back off. And they're like, I don't want to get cut with that giant sword that you're holding. I'm going to back off. He didn't bring anything to this fight. Luckily
0: for him, though, Tom has a sword. Sorry, Todd Todd. has a
1: sword. (laughs) Also, all of these frat guys are super easy to beat up, which is very lucky for all of them. Because, like, Willow doesn't have anything bad happening. To her, Xander hops on one and just starts beating the shit out of him while like the one who hates him. him. Yeah, but like the guy can't do anything to beat up Xander in return. I mean, Ugh. Angel's just mowing down these frat guys. <laughs> I mean, as expected. Yeah. So yeah, there's this like there's this fight happening up above, and then the frat guys down in the cavern below, where they're keeping all the girls and sacrificing them, are like, "What's happening up there?" No one really goes to investigate. There isn't a lot of transfer of people. But then Buffy just escapes by herself because she's strong.
0: She rips the chains out. She beats up, again, these Todd, humans. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Takes the sword. Chops the snake guy's body.
0: Yeah. Cuts the giant penis in half.
1: <laughs> Wait, is that a metaphor? <laughs> I don't know. He's pretty penis I <laughs> I didn't get as many penis vibes. And I'm gonna say, if, if yours looks like that, gentlemen, you might want to get that checked out. It should not have a Voldemort face <laughs>
0: I don't know. The whole (laughs) frat boys worshipping a giant snake thing seemed very phallic to
1: me. That is funny. Now that you mention it, I like that.
0: (laughs) And so I just felt like she'd cut a giant penis in half. Right. I'll stop saying it
1: now. (laughs) So yeah, she saved the day. She's just like, yay, I got out by myself. And the rest of them break in from above and they're like, Buffy, you're all right. And she's like, yes, I am. You didn't even need to come save me. What are you all doing here? She doesn't actually say that, but she should cuz they didn't do anything to help. What? The 10 guys upstairs couldn't could have taken on Buffy? Yeah. <laughs> Fucking right.
0: Yeah, no, they would have had literally zero chance. Because they've wasted most of this episode already, Giles and Buffy have to have their heart-to-heart in the snake chamber.
1: Having a heart-to-heart in the snake chamber is pretty great. Made it all actually better by Cordy having, like, the tiniest bit of fun dialogue <laughs> just shitting on the Scoobies and being like,
0: You guys, I just hate you guys. <sighs> Weirdest things always happen when you're around. So she's blaming them for this situation that she herself has 100% like gotten herself into. That's
1: because this is Cordelia's character in this episode. When Buffy's resisting going to the party, she's like, why are you making me drag you there? And then the minute anything goes wrong, she's like, why did I let you talk me into doing this? That That's her character for season one <sighs> and then for this episode. But yeah, we're back to that. It's character for anything else. No. Going forward, this is not who Cordelia is. They saved a season one script and they were like, let's run it. Except no, this, this script was written the night before. <laughs> Nothing else can be true. Nothing else can be true. So what, what lesson did Buffy learn here? Because it's not don't go to parties. Because she was having a fun time with Todd. It's not don't drink things that other people hand you. Because she got out just fine. It's not don't tell people where you're going. Because again, she didn't need them.
0: At the end of the day, I think that Giles and Angel are the ones who learn a lesson because Willow (laughs) yells at them.
1: Yeah, Yeah, Willow does get a fun yelling scene where she's just saying how shitty they've both been to Buffy, which is mildly true. Yeah,
0: Yeah, I mean, she's pretty biased and... (laughs) Yes. Some of the things that she's saying to Giles about Buffy needing to have a life. I'm sure Buffy feels that way, but Giles makes some good points about Buffy's other duties being pretty important because of all the people she needs to save from dying.
1: Like all of them. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's wrap this thing up. We got one more scene. Well, we go back to the bronze. Yeah. And Jonathan's there. Ah, Finally, something good. Yeah, he gets a name. Cordy says jonathan he's like fucked up her drink order or something but now she's all going on about how young guys are the best and college guys suck ha, oh, she's learned so much
0: <sighs> i was so happy to see jonathan
1: yeah oh man that made me so happy God. it really made me happy if only we had seen Oz in this episode and it had been a completely different episode that would have been amazing <laughs> uh xander is dissing angel <laughs> in some really fun dialogue He's like, does every conversation we have have to come around to that freak? And Angel just walks up to him and Xander goes,
0: Does every conversation we have have to come around to that freak? Hey, man, how you doing? (laughs)
1: Like not even the slightest bit bashful about having just ragged on him.
0: He doesn't give a shit. He knows what Angel knows. (laughs) It's so fun. I love it. I feel like we've really let this whole Xander Angel romance kind of go on this one.
1: Yeah, this is a hard one cuz Xander is very explicitly anti-Angel.
0: So he's been burned and he's just done
1: now. <sighs> he's not done forever though. If right there's now one he thing is. this show has taught me, it is that at the end of the episode, if someone's learned something, it will certainly be forgotten by the next one where it needs to be convenient.
0: Ah, uh, basically everything. <laughs> anyone has
1: ever learned especially in this episode
0: did they learn anything i don't know and then the very last thing the very last
1: thing this is that oh it's actually the last segment of the evening oh the segment is called this is why we can't have nice things i was fine i pulled myself together just in time (laughs) Throw myself away. Once my perfect world was gone, I knew you everything. <laughs> so after bitching for an episode about how she asked Angel out and Angel refuted her, Buffy now gets asked out by Angel. And what does she do, Michaela? She says she'll think about it and walks away. Because she couldn't have said, I've got a thing, you've maybe got a thing, let's have a thing. Because no, that would be the same thing to do. She has to do this instead. And it's crazy and I hate it. But
0: Dave, based on the events of this episode, we should be able to infer why she would
1: act this way. Just last episode, just last episode, she was saying, I've got a thing, you've got a thing, let's have a thing. Now, now, what's happening? (sighs) If they get together too early, people won't want to keep watching the show. It would be better than this. This is what I hate about all of the, like, television romance drama. It's unnecessarily complicated, and it actually messes people's expectations up when they're looking at real romance, because they're like, I can't just tell the person that I like them (laughs) that I look like an idiot. No, no, tell the person you like them. See what they say. If they say, I don't like you, you can say, okay, that's too bad. I'm sorry to hear that. I won't bother you. Or just do this, dance around them for years and maybe something will come of it
0: <laughs> you're really yeah you're really this is why we
1: can't have nice things I'm really hyped about this uh, I just don't care anymore I'm done so that's the end of our episode Ugh. this is why we can't have nice things Good night. giraffe pants win obviously giraffe pants are the best yeah giraffe pants were the best fashion thing from this episode for sure absolutely nothing else about it was redeeming I'm surprised we've gone on for any length of time about it <laughs> If you want to get in contact with us about anything we've said during the show, you can find this episode on Reddit. That's buffy.reddit.com. You can also email us at bienvenue.hellmouth at gmail.com or use our much worse email address, welcomehellmouthpodcast at gmail.com. If you would like to reach out to us personally, we are available on Signal, which is the private encrypted texting app. I am at Signal Me Softly. And Michaela?
0: The Signalist Hill. Very
1: nice. Michaela, tell me about the next episode.
0: So the next episode is going to be so much better than this, Dave. Oh,
1: God, I hope so. It would be hard to go down.
0: It is called Halloween. (gasps) Halloween? (laughs) Just That's a delightful holiday. Halloween.
1: Okay, okay, okay. So there are, I think we've talked about this briefly before. Yeah. I remember mm, generously one uh, <laughs> Halloween episode. And it's one in which all of the Scoobies are dressed up as things. And then some magic happens and they all turn into those things. Is it that one? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Xander's going to be an army man. Other people are going to be something else. I don't remember. I don't know. It's going to be a lot of fun. Ah. Oh. That's the way to end this episode. See, yeah. now you're
0: happy now on I'm a optimistic. good note.
1: Yeah. Woo. All right. <laughs> this is this is all going really well. Yeah. You're, you're welcome. Okay. Well, that's it for us. Until next time. Farewell Sir, from the to Welcome to the
0: Hellmouth. To Hellmouth. <laughs> Hellmouth.
1: Hell no? Hell no.